0: Welcome to Loyn Lander, the most unofficial Outlander podcast on the internet or anywhere.
1: I'm your host, Megan.
0: And this week, I am your host, Joe.
1: Well, all weeks, you're our host, Joe. All weeks, every week. Okay, fine. This week, though, is very exciting because we're going to be talking about episode 103 The Way Out. We're still doing our season one recap, and we're having a lot of fun doing it.
0: Super fun.
1: It is super fun because yeah. these are very good episodes. They're well acted. They're well written.
0: These are very good episodes. We're two episodes in and I can tell you that these episodes, these two episodes.
1: We're three episodes in.
0: Well, we've watched three. We've recapped two. But right. After watching, rewatching three episodes, mm-hmm. I can tell you these three episodes are better than all the other episodes of season two and season three combined. the The show is a much better product.
1: Yeah, it's a it's so so well done, and I love rewatching it because it reminds me of why I fell in love with Outlander to begin with. Right. So this episode is written by Anne Kenny.
0: You love Anne Kenny.
1: I love Anne Kenny. She's a very very um, great writer. Um, on Outlander season one, she wrote a lot of my favorite episodes. Um, and it's directed by Brian Kelly. Has who- Brian Kelly
0: done anything else of note? <laughs>
1: He has. Um, he has directed Downton Abbey.
0: That's of note.
1: Also, a show called Poldark, which a lot of Outlander fans really enjoy. Really? Well, it's got the same sort of good-looking guy, and I guess it ha- It takes place in the olden days. and There's no time travel, but I, I tried to watch it. I could not get into it. But a You lot watched of people, season one, didn't you? I did, but yeah. I didn't care for Poldark himself. I didn't right. like him as a no. character, so okay. I couldn't really... Bond in any way. But in addition to directing Downton Abbey and Poldark in various episodes, Brian Kelly is also directing four episodes in a row of season one of Outlander. So this one, The Way Out, but also The Gathering, Rent, and The Garrison Commander. And I will tell you that those four are possibly like some of my favorite episodes of Outlander ever. So this guy's good.
0: Okay, well we'll see if after those episodes I concur, but he's Mm -hmm. definitely... This he definitely a has run. experience doing, uh, period.
1: Yeah. So before we get into our scene-by-scene scene review, we have an exciting it's announcement. very exciting. It is exciting. So why don't you go ahead, because this is something you're quite excited about.
0: Well, this was kind of my idea, because yeah. I wanted to, uh, uh, you know, just just something that I've been kicking around for a while. I want to introduce, get ready for it, Lander Trivia.
1: That's right. Well, it's Outlander Trivia by Loinlander. Loinlander.
0: But it's <laughs> it's trivia. Related to Outlander. That's right. Although not necessarily about the episodes themselves, although some weeks it might be. Mm -hmm. So what we're going to do is at the end of this podcast, if you make it, um, we're going to ask a question. And we're going to do this every week during the recap, and if people like it, we'll just keep on keeping on with it. But every week, we'll ask a question and give you the email address, you can email the answer, and every week, everyone that gets it correct will get a point. And then at the end of the recap, whoever has the most points... Wins a fabulous prize. Mm-hmm. DVD. But it's going to be fabulous.
1: <laughs> okay, so at the end of this episode, we'll give away our trivia question.
0: Yes. Okay. We won't give it away, but we'll tell you what it is.
1: Mm-hmm. First scene is Claire leaving Frank during the war. They're in a train station.
0: Yeah, they've got that like grainy look to it to make mm-hmm. you know that it's a. we not. Back in not the 1940s. A, yeah, back in the 1940s. Yeah. It's uh,
1: And he refers to her stubbornness at some point, because he doesn't want her to go to the front lines, but she's going. Yeah, so
0: she's going to the front, Frank's mm-hmm. staying back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't. I actually had forgotten that Frank was in the military. I thought it was only Claire that was in the military, but I guess maybe at that time all able-bodied people were in the military, or able-bodied men anyway.
1: But didn't they make reference in the first episode to him being the person that sends out spies?
0: Uh, yeah, I missed that, if there was. I missed it, okay. so...
1: Anyways, he says to her, he refers to her stubbornness and says, damn, if that isn't what I love about you. Mm. And Joe said, well, dig in. Also, I feel that worm would turn, which, what does that mean?
0: (laughs) It just means that he's going to change his mind about how much he likes her stubbornness in future episodes.
1: Well, it's a really sweet scene between them. And he says, promise that you'll return to me. And she says, I will, Frank Randall. I promise. And she blows him a kiss. Claire, all over Frank.
0: Oh, yeah. She <laughs> loves Frank. And that's another promise that's not going to hold tight for, for that. Well, I guess it did hold tight for the war, but.
1: It did hold tight for the war.
0: There were no Jamie Frazers on the front lines, apparently.
1: Oh. And then we go back to Castle Leoc. And it's Mrs. Fitz. And she's dressing her. And we basically have what I like to call a fake-out scene. Where we have Claire telling Mrs. Fitz
0: oh, right, right, that she's right. from the future. Yeah.
1: And Mrs. Fritz freaks the fuck out, basically. Yeah.
0: Calls her a witch.
1: Yeah. But I think they do this because they want to show viewers why Claire doesn't just tell people mm-hmm. that she's from like, including you, because of that last episode where Colin takes her down into the apothecary and basically slams the door shut. Right. You said, at this point, why doesn't she just say, guys, I'm a time traveler? Okay. Yeah. But I think they did this scene as a way to explain to you why she, she considers do it. it she considers it right. and then this is what she envisions in her head
0: i think she should have given mrs fitz a chance personally i think mrs F- mrs fitz would have been uh she would have been open to her
1: yeah well that's what you said when we were watching you're like oh give mrs fitz a chance this is just one of the first of claire's domino of mistakes joe's commentary when watching this show is amazing so i quote it while i'm watching
0: yeah it is it's the the, the first of many
1: yeah so Claire determines to make the best of the situation that she's in at Castle Leo because she's essentially a prisoner and she wants to win their trust by applying her 20th century knowledge of medicine and helping everyone around the castle. Yeah. And I love this. You see her, she's actually researching, she's reading um, people's notes from the past and kind of making her own remedies and you see her helping old people, young people. She's becoming well known, right? She's becoming right. known as a healer.
0: Yeah, so I mean, luckily for um, the story, it's uh, she's also an herbalist, so she knows how to take a number of these old-timey herbs uh, mm-hmm. that you know the, the old healer had and sort of repurpose them properly to yeah. actually help people. Um, but and more the-
1: importantly, while she's doing it, you see Angus, and he is so bored. He's rolling his eyes and yawning, yeah. and then by the end of the montage, he's actually just in the kitchen drinking yeah. with Rupert, because right. they can't... One of them is supposed to be watching her at all times, but I think it's so boring that they just decide to sit in the kitchen and drink together. Right. Which I enjoyed. So did they. And when Claire goes to the kitchen, she learns about a boy who's died after visiting the Black Kirk, which is a German monastery ruin. And... uh, Mrs. Fitz is quite upset. Mrs. About Fitz it. is upset yeah.
0: because he uh, was the, the, the best friend. Well, the, the reason she was so upset, though, is because they believe he was taken by by the devil or in, infected by a demon or something like that. So yeah. this 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 place is uh, known to be possessed by demons, and if you go there, you could quite possibly po- be possessed and, in this case,
1: die. Right, and that really shows the sort of controversy and the difference between then and and now right or back then and 1940s right
0: yeah well, it's a huge i mean there's so much more emphasis on you know the spiritual and the mystical and basically what it boils down to is the unexplained they don't know how to explain things so, so it's the devil yeah so it's the devil whereas or in Claire's
1: time she's thinking well what happened to that boy like right. what did he die of yeah right and that will come up later on in the episode
0: absolutely it will
1: and then she goes upstairs to see Column, and you really liked this interaction. Well, this you, was this you like seeing Gary Lewis. Yeah, this, this is
0: kind of the Gary Lewis that yeah. I knew because he's he's scary because he's getting this coat tailored, and um, basically the, the long and the short of it is the the tailor, even though he's really good, he makes the coat extra long to cover to, his to cover his legs, mm-hmm. and you know he gets really upset. So you know, to pulls the point where knife. he pulls a knife to him and just scares the shit out of the tailor, and is basically like. I don't care about my legs. You make me a normal coat. Asshole. Yeah. And, uh, you know, ba- basically have it to me by tomorrow or you're very dead.
1: And, and you like this because you always knew that column. this is sort of, like, you always sensed that column had that in him, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is why in that first scene between Claire and Column, you were like, she is not respecting him. Right,
0: right. He's, she doesn't know what he's capable of. Well, I mean, I feel like you, in those days, for sure, if you have that sort of a disability, you can't. You have show to, weakness. you have, yeah, yeah. You can't show weakness or, or anything like that. So it makes sense. And then he he basically disrobes, yeah. and Claire looks a little nervous because she's not really why doesn't really know why when he starts undoing his pants. Yeah. And then, but yeah, why? you had
1: a moment. I that's never made me uncomfortable watching that, and you were like, uh oh. Uh-oh. But then you realize he wanted a massage. Yeah. And she says it would be better if I massaged your upper back because. She actually knows his ailment,
0: right? Exactly. Unlike the old healer who just massages leg, she knows how to make actually make him feel better. And he goes, "Oh!" And she's like, "Oh, am I hurting you?" He's like, "No. It's actually the first time ever. It's helped the pain.
1: It's pain relief." He does.
0: But the, the other thing I like about this scene, which is an interesting juxtaposition to the earlier part, mm-hmm. is that they have suddenly they have a really playful dynamic, like. He pulls up, you know, she's like, I want to rub your back. And he pulls his pants up, you know, his, sorry, his, his little nightshirt up. Mm-hmm. You can see his butt. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Uh, you know, like, I hope you're not offended by my arse or something like that. And then, uh, you know, then, then they make another.
1: They make a joke because he I, said yeah. they, they make reference to the little boy. And he says.
0: Don't you have demons?
1: And she said, yeah, we call them and Scots. Scots. And, and he, he enjoys it. Yeah, yeah. 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 So,
0: so it shows that they now have this sort of. Or I mean working you know, towards. Yeah, they're they're yeah. definitely, you know, that that's it's uh it's not the same tense relationship that they had before. Yeah. So, you know, well, he started trust
1: her. Really yeah. works because he invites her to the hall. Right. And the next scene is in the hall.
0: Right. So there's a bard playing uh, on his little harp. Yeah, and, and he and is
1: really good. I quite nice. enjoy singing
0: I, in Gaelic and <laughs> yeah. Claire still can't understand a lick of Gaelic, so she doesn't know what's going on.
1: No, and Leary comes and sits beside her and Claire, right. very friendly, says, I don't think we've been properly introduced. Claire is drinking Column's pink drink as we right. call it. Yeah. And really enjoying herself.
0: Hitting the pink drink hard. Hitting
1: the pink drink hard. And uh They start talking about Jamie. They both eye him up as he walks around the corner. And it's a very interesting scene to see the three of them all together for the first time.
0: basically trying to get Leary hooked up with Jamie. She's she's telling him, you know, you should go for that tall drink of water over there. I can't remember what she calls it, but something like that.
1: She really does. Yeah. Yeah. A fine figure. Yeah, something like that. yeah. 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 And... Not very successfully, because Jamie's pretty interested Claire. Oh my god, yeah. Claire. Jamie
0: comes over and it's just... It's really
1: cute, actually. Hard
0: burns Leary. Yeah, but I, this is
1: when I think Jamie is starting to be... It shows that Jamie's actually... He's pretty into Claire.
0: Yeah, Exactly.
1: And Claire keeps trying to refer to Leary, and he refers to her as like a snot nosed baron. Yeah, because Lear- Leary was
0: like, Don't you remember me I from remember- when you were here the first time? And
1: yeah. <laughs> she's like, I remember you. And, and he's, he's just like, No. <laughs> yeah. That's it. No, I don't.
0: And then he made yeah, he made some reference to him being 16 and not noticing snot nosed whelps. Yeah. And she got crushed. He crushed Leary.
1: Yeah, and then he says, Yeah, my shoulder's killing me. Do you think maybe we yeah. could go into your room and you could look at she's it? She's like, Right
0: now? So, yeah. Yep, let's go.
1: And then he takes his drink. <laughs> just hands his empty glass to Leary. So Here, like, take this. Oh, oh my God, that's the
0: just—he might as well have so just you, shoved it through her heart.
1: Yeah, did you feel bad for Leary in this uh, scene? A little. Okay, because normally you're very unsympathetic no, towards her. No, I am. In this usually. scene.
0: No, she she deserved a little sympathy.
1: She got burned. Oh, God. So he takes her. Jamie takes her to the her apothecary. Yeah. And admits to her, he's like, "I just knew that you were way too drunk. You'd had too much of Column's yeah, pink drink. She so, was wasted. yeah, you're you're drunk." And she's like, "Well, why don't I take a look at your shoulder?" Right. Claire is starting to flirt.
0: Yeah, her mound of Venus, I think I said, was in bloom, or I can't remember what the term is, but she's yeah, she's feeling it.
1: And she, even though she's talking, she she pulls back the bandage and she's looking, and she is talking about like the scab. Healing nicely, and you see the scab. They have a moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a there's very good moment. There's it's another. It was kind of well like
0: kind of like the other moment, but less awkward from from episode two. Was less it less
1: awkward and seemed less forced? Mm-hmm. Like these actors, that's when I was first like, "Whoa, they have good chemistry." Really? Yeah, for them to just stare at each other like that, it, they did a really good job. And then Jamie says, "Well." I should be leaving, and she says, have a good night, Mr. McTavish, and he says, you too, Miss Beecham, and I love it, because I feel like they know they are not calling each other by their actual right. names. They're not even, they don't even know each other's names at this point.
0: Yeah, they kind of, it's, they're, they're really playing this interesting cat and mouse game where they're like, are you interested? I'm interested. Are you interested? No, I'm interested. Yes, I'm interested. No, you're not interested. Goodbye, good night, good night, Goodbye." night. Except good so like Claire's it's...
1: like, I'm for sure not interested, because I am married. I am married. You are a tall drink of right. water. right.
0: <laughs> three pink drinks and you are a pretty man <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: but
0: uh <laughs>
1: the next morning claire is meeting gillis with grumpy angus trailing behind her she he's so annoyed right because she and he's right, like how'd right, you right. walk fast and she learns through Galus about the exorcism that's happening to the little boy's friend who is also mrs fitz's nephew so Galus is the one that tells her about the exorcism and is surprised when claire seems shocked by it like yeah. very surprised. So what did you think of the scene between Galus and Claire?
0: Uh, I mean it's certainly lead into where you get I, I mean I remember when I saw this the first time I just always got this dodgy feeling from Galus. <laughs> She's and I dodgy. I didn't really know why or what um, it is it is interesting though knowing what we know later mm-hmm. you know that uh, I mean I don't think it's, is it a spoiler to say that, you know, we, we know that she's also from the future and, uh, sorry. And, um, spoiler, uh, but so I'm surprised that she so vehemently buys into the exorcism. like, she's like, well, what, you don't, you don't believe in demons there, Claire? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, and I mean, obviously she very much believes in magic and stuff like that, but you'd think
1: that. I think she's digging. I think she doesn't believe in it either because she's oh. from, Galus is from 1960 something. Right, don't she's forget, from farther in right? the future than yeah. Claire. So. But I think when she's saying that, like, oh, you don't believe in it, she is thinking that's something from my time, not believing right. in that. So I think yeah. she's already starting to dig. I don't think okay. it's that like Galus believes it so much. That's fair. I think it's more just like, she's alert, alert, right. alert, fellow right, time right, right. traveler. Right, right. <laughs> so Claire does go to the boy's house. Angus trailing along behind her, saying, "This is this is it's bad news. You should not abstain. be doing this." Right, and, um, and, and she
0: makes some comment about like one time a priest said that I, I was like that. From God. I, yeah. was that from the show or did she just throw that in? Because it stopped Angus in his tracks. He did like the just she just sign of the cross yep. and yeah, yeah.
1: She goes in, and the little boy is very sick. There's great makeup on him. He looks like yeah. he is dying and the priest comes in Father's and starts, scary Father's scary and he starts just like splattering yeah, he's like, the boy he's the power of Christ compels you just like, awful yeah
0: he's uh, yeah he's a he's a scary scary dude so they've got him tied down yeah, and Claire instantly an is like why scene. is he tied down because yeah. that's not good for anybody and uh, Mrs. Fitz is there and she's you know it's like in case the demons come mm-hmm, you know like mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff so but she Claire doesn't think instantly well, I mean she never thought it was a demon but she knows something's up
1: Right, so she goes back to the castle because Father Bain basically says get out of here. And while she's sitting in the castle, because Angus says sit there and don't move, so she's sitting in sort of an open area of the castle, and she sees Jamie and Leary making out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was I really. Thought you were surprised it was, by the, I am it, too
1: a little it, bit. It
0: was super out of left field because. And it still is out of left field. Since you know, he didn't
1: seem at all interested in her. Yeah,
0: he didn't seem at all like in quite the opposite. Actually, maybe he was just putting on a show for Claire. Uh but but still.
1: Well, he notices Claire when he's doing it. He does look over and he's like, right. Uh huh. I don't. Uh, I, don't
0: I don't know. I don't. I don't get and that. If you
1: watch it, because I've watched it a number of times, Leary is way more into the makeout session than he is. Right,
0: but he's not exactly.
1: I mean, he's involved. He's not like, oh, don't yeah. kiss me. Um, he's, yeah, involved. He's, he's in there. So then she goes outside and she cries alone in the dark because right. she.
0: Not because of Jamie.
1: No, but she says she misses her husband. Or and she, then Dougal comes up and asks if she's okay, which I thought was a really nice character beat. Yeah. And of course, Claire, I'm fine. Right. But then you see, and he invites her, he says, I'm going into town, do you want me to drop you off at Gayless Duncan's house?
0: Get some supplies, yeah.
1: Get some supplies, and she says, yes, I would really like that, because again, it's like another little notch of freedom, right? Like, mm-hmm. they're, I'm getting, I'm getting their trust, they're taking me out. And then I thought it was really nice because then they show Rupert and he'd been watching her because it was yeah. obviously his duty to watch, and he looked. Sad. He
0: looked bummed that she was sad. Yeah, but Rupert, he can't do anything. Heart of gold.
1: Yeah, love Rupert. Yeah. So the next day she goes to Galas's house with Dougal, and after discussing herbs and medicine with Galas, she starts questioning Claire hard, and you realize oh, yeah. she's suspicious of her. Um, and Very then much so. All that. Business well, yeah. In between, with the boy, that yeah, she looks so, out the window, and there's a boy, and he's and he, been accused of stealing, and in fact has admitted that he's stealing, and of course, evil. What did you call him? Father Scary Father wants Scary, him yeah. to have his hand cut off, yeah, for stealing. That's
0: quite the deterrent.
1: Yeah, which and is apparently
0: pretty common. And then, but
1: luckily, so, Galus is married to the judge,
0: yeah, magistrate or something like that, and she sweet talks him into <laughs> only having the boy get his You're ear nailed. nailed to a pole. Which and when Claire found out that that was the alternative, she was also quite appalled.
1: And all of this, Galus is she just smells time travel, right? Because Claire is really upset by what's happening, yeah, she's and like, Galus oh, is like, "Oh, you don't mm. have no
0: punishments like that? Where y'all come from?" Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. And, uh,
1: but honestly, I found that I find the scene so disturbing. It's very well done. Yeah, and it's like the little boy looks so upset. Like he's, he's a good actor. So he's the got his blood looks ear real. to a bowl
0: that's shitty it
1: just look and they don't do it like it's not like a piercing where they delicately put like a tiny it's like a rusty
0: like a a big ass rusty nail
1: tetanus
0: yeah tetanus exactly yeah no he didn't fare well for sure but uh, then uh, strapping James Fraser comes through the door
1: yeah well he rescues her essentially because Gala says oh great you're here we were just going to ask Claire was just going to tell us everything about Claire gives him a little no nod yeah they've got good eye contact and he says no I can't stay sorry we should go And Claire convinces him to to help her. She faints at the sight of blood. Well this is I know you do This is
0: Outlander's first of many bullshit moments. This is I love this moment. Yeah. Because they're
1: working together as a team. They do.
0: But she's like, You have strong fingers, don't you, Jamie? And Jamie's like, I and then she faints in the crowd and Jamie, king of men, pulls the gigantic nail out of the pole with his two fingers. Well, that he, ain't happening.
1: He's very strong. He's very strong. Well, that's
0: that's very strong. Like well, he
1: the, is strong, Joe. Have you ever,
0: we're gonna go nail a nail into a pole, and any any one of our Loinlander listeners that can pull it out with their bare hands gets fifty points.
1: Well, I will tell you that sometimes when I'm hammering a nail into a wall that's, and I mess it up when I'm trying to hang a picture, I can pull that nail right out.
0: Well, that's drywall, and it's different. Well, anyway,
1: is it that different than wood? it is okay I anyway. think I think he would be able to do it and okay. it's a very nice character moment it is and then bullshit, she says to him would you would you risk helping me again take me to the Black Kirk so they go there and they're wandering all around and Jamie remember I said to you he's kind of acting like this is a little bit of a date he's acting very flirty and he wants he's like telling her about how mm-hmm. educated yeah. he is he's like
0: I speak Latin and yeah. I speak Greek and uh yeah I he's had a
1: good tutor yeah and,
0: and she's and just he keeps,
1: like popping his head around different like right. corner. Exactly.
0: and she's like csi scotland she's she's trying to nail it she's down she's like
1: tell me specifically yeah. what you would do when you came right. here and he's like i don't yeah. know this 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 sometimes, sometimes we'd, we'd
0: eat some shit yeah and she's like wait what <laughs> yeah. that was pretty important maybe that was the first thing on the list yeah you should have said so yeah. she finds the stuff that they eat, and it, she's like, "Well,
1: they're eating lily of the valley."
0: Right? They think they're eating something else, wood wood, more wood, wood garlic. Yeah, and uh, but it's not. It's actually Jimmy's poison leaf. It's not good, or actually, it's German poison leaf, really, because it came with all these with these German monks who came and built this uh, fortification or whatever it is.
1: So. Claire creates a cure, a remedy, because she realizes he's been poisoned. She creates a remedy. She goes back to the boys' house where Father Bane is right in the middle of his exorcism. And he Father Bane is a scary What do you think of this actor?
0: He's terrifying. Yeah. Plus it's gotta suck when you're like, you're dying and someone's just like splashing in the face the water the whole time. It'd be horrible. <laughs> it's just gotta suck.
1: Hor- Imagine being sick and someone You're tied like,
0: down and someone's just like splash, splash face, splash. Like,
1: stop. So they have an altercation because Claire says, "I have a remedy," and Father Bain says, "I am saving his soul from the devil, so I'm more important." Yeah. And Mrs. Fitz, you loved this character moment. Yeah. Well, she,
0: yeah. She, so she goes over to Mrs. Fitz and the her sister, and she's like, "Just let me try. I can save him." Basically, is what she says, and Mrs. Fitz believes her.
1: Yeah. So and she
0: goes up and Mrs. Fitz headbutts with uh, Father Scary, and basically says this is my sister's house and it was my father's house before that and we're going to do whatever the hell we want basically. I want
1: to give my nephew a shot at, right.
0: at living yeah.
1: never mind his soul not going to the devil and
0: father's scary looked he was he, furious. no one's ever stood up to him ever I and think. he
1: grabs Claire's arm and says I smell the vapors of hell on you most people would be terrified and you said Claire's reaction is I smell the vapors of go fuck yourself and she basically pushes past him and cures the boy Yep. Father Bain angrily leaves, and you can tell that Claire is bothered by the encounter. Right.
0: Well, and it was tense for her too because she said, "the she she wasn't
1: entirely sure."
0: Yeah, well, she made because she was still working with seventeen whatever concoction. You know, like she mm-hmm. basically made this concoction, you knows, and if it made, I mean, here's the thing: like if she had done it wrong, they probably would have burnt her at the stake or something like that. Or right?
1: Accused her of, you know, the boy died with right. his Exa- soul being something saved. like that. Yeah, yeah it could have gone really, lucky. really wrong. Very lucky. Um but it didn't. It didn't, which is a very, it's a huge theme in Outlander. Claire's, you know, she's got this like natural sense of what to do, right. You right. saw that with her and the surgery. Joe Abernathy would be like, we don't have time and she just would sense like the right thing to do. So Claire's confidence level in both her sexuality and her sky high. Doctoring yeah. skills are sky high. sky high. So Father Bain leaves angrily and you can tell that it bothers Claire. And I love this because the very next scene, cut to her standing outside the stables telling Jamie about it while he's doing his work. He's literally cleaning the horse with hay and she's just standing there. She's kind of helping
0: him a little bit, I think, doesn't she? I I think think so. She doesn't know what she's doing, but she's trying to help. Yeah,
1: but basically because she's telling him about everything that happened. And I love this because I think that it shows their friendship is developing naturally. Like something happened to upset Claire and the next scene is she's standing outside the stables with a horse because she wants to tell Jamie He's what happened. Out. I love that. Yeah, it
0: is. But then the, the part of that that ties into it is when Jamie says, Yeah, Colm thinks you're doing such a good job. He's probably going to want to keep you around forever.
1: I know. And you see her being like, Shit, 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 shit.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah. So then. And that really depresses her. Yeah. In fact, she says that she goes into her room and doesn't want to leave. But the only thing that makes her leave her room is the idea of Colm's pink drink in the hall. Because the baird is back. Yeah, bard.
0: Bard, yeah. The bard is back. If I'm here, let's get drunk.
1: Yeah. So she wanders out and I love this. She's walking and she sees Leary looking at her. Actually, a lot of people in the hall are looking at her because they have heard of her reputation at this point right she's like a wizard there's a nice column raises his glass and gives her a nod as she comes into the into the hall you pointed out claire's hair has looked better because she looks but it's because she's upset right right it's her drunk hair it's her drunk hair and then jamie comes running over to her basically and he's like did you not see me waving i nearly (sighs) re-injured my shoulder
0: yeah He's like, look at me, look at me, look I at me,
1: know. look at me, Claire. And this is the moment, as far as I can see, where he is like full yeah, on, he's, he's full in. in. He sees her come into the hall, he's waving his shoulder, trying, or waving his hand, trying to get her attention. At this point, and I feel bad for him, he doesn't know that she's a time traveler and shouldn't even be there, but like, he is, he's like, I like this girl, and she's in the hall, mm-hmm. and I'm super excited. Yeah and he brings her over and you pointed out that Murta who's sitting beside him looks happy about it.
0: Well yeah cuz earlier in the episode I'm not sure exactly where but that's fine, the that Murta makes a very she she gives him a hard time about Leary, and Murta basically gives her crap and is like are you making fun of the boy about Leary? Yeah. you know cuz you know and he says something to the effect of you know he needs a woman and Leary won't be a woman until she's 50 you know and basically he needs a he needs a woman not a yeah. not a girl. And I'm pretty sure... um, Claire,
1: with her Mount of Venus...
0: Is is a woman. And her ability to
1: drink pink drinks. That's right. And save people. Save
0: people's lives. She's a woman. She's cursed like a sailor. She's a full-on woman. So I think Marta approves.
1: And it's the final scene. Jamie translates what the bard is saying. And it gives her hope. Because she says... So the story is she fell through the stones and then went back. And Jamie says, yeah, they always do. And then she said, it gives her, it, the episode ends with Claire full of hope. Because she's yeah. like, why not the other half for me? Where I return to Frank. Cue Frank walking towards her right. in a very well-fitted sweater vest.
0: Oh, looking great, <laughs> as usual. Yeah, because I mean, these bards, they would recount, basically these are old folk tales that put mm-hmm. to song, right? Mm-hmm. So, So basically he's just telling a story. And if that story existed, it's very similar to Claire's story and by very similar I mean exactly. Yeah. So it, it, she finally she's like oh my god if I go touch those damn stones I can go home to my beloved sweater vested Frank. Oh. Um, um,
1: end scene. End scene. End episode. End episode. Okay so what was your favorite scene?
0: Um, I think it was the scene with Um, Claire and Galus in Galus' house where where Galus is sort of interrogating her Mm -hmm. and the the nail ear and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just a really good scene.
1: Okay. My favorite scene was between Claire and Jamie and Leary in the hall the first time. Oh, yeah, that was good. Because it's fascinating. Tied probably with when Jamie came running up and said, I almost re-injured my arm waving at you. That's so sweet. I love it. Tied also with... When they have that moment where they look at each other after she looks at his wound and says it's right, stabbing right. over nicely. So every moment.
0: Basically well, those three moments. Th- moment. Th- it's, okay, a great,
1: it's a great episode. Okay, good. Least favorite scene.
0: Uh, I mean, my least favorite part was the part where Jamie pulls the nail out with his bare hands because it's kind of dumb. Mm. But, uh, well, that
1: was another one of my favorite I scenes.
0: Know. <laughs> but, but other than that, uh, you know, these episodes are really consistent. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm going to go before, sorry, I'm going to ask you, I'll ask you your least favorite scene first, but then I'll talk about why uh, so far this season is better, but go
1: ahead. So my least favorite scene is just that stuff with the little boy who stole the bread and how he's being carried out or dragged out and Father Bane is, I, just because, only because it upsets me, not because it's not very well done. I just, I really have a hard time watching that scene. I hate seeing kids hurt and it just seems so unfair and he stole bread because he's hungry and I just, I don't like that scene. Right. Okay, so tell me why.
0: Well, so this is something I was thinking about when I, uh, at the end of this episode, so we're three in, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out, you know, what exactly is different um, about this episode, or this season, sorry, versus the the next two seasons, and there's a term that I'm not sure a lot of... Um, a lot of people out there would be familiar with, but in the in the you know writing you know TV movies books whatever there's something called a MacGuffin. So uh, a MacGuffin is when it's it's a it's it's something that doesn't really matter, but it's the reason that the story is, is is going. So for example, in season three, the MacGuffin was that Young Ian gets captured. It's mm-hmm. like it it's well, it's it, it, two
1: part. The first MacGuffin would be Claire wanting to find Jamie and go back to him and then they reunite and then what are we going to do now we have to find young jane
0: kind of yeah yeah the, the yeah it, basically it's something that's that's not necessarily key to the central story but it drives it dri- it gives basically it gives the main characters a reason to do something mm-hmm. and in the nice thing about season 1 is that it doesn't really have a macguffin the key is claire is lost in time and she's trying to get home so it like it it it, oh, it profound, doesn't have a MacGuffin. It doesn't have a MacGuffin. It doesn't need a MacGuffin. It profoundly impacts the main character of the of the show. It's not like what they didn't,
1: profoundly impacts.
0: Her trying to get home to her husband right, right, and, right, right. and her life. It's like it's like in the other seasons so far, they've basically had to make up a reason to keep watching them. Yeah. You know, like basically after season one, the story's done. Really. It's like lady falls back in time. And, you know, falls in love with strapping Scottish gentlemen and, you know Tully do.
1: No, but then she goes back.
0: I know, but then again, that's where I, I feel like it gets all weirdly convoluted. Like they basically it's kinda like, oh well we like this, let's just keep making up things for them to do. So but but like the best part of the story is that. It's her going back in time and, you know, discovering that she's back in time and discovering all this stuff and falling in love and you know, it's it's so much it's so much more of a compelling story. Mm-hmm. They don't need to make excuses to keep it going. Anyway, is all I'm saying. And yeah. that's that's yeah. kind of what this is. It's like there there isn't all these big weird moments and, uh, you know, like random things yeah. that happen to make things go. And they have to make stupid decisions to cause conflict, you know, like and all this kind of stuff. They don't need it. No they and don't. Then, she, then,
1: is, she is she has time traveled and she is. Right, it's like the com- the yeah. there.
0: So yeah, like that's what makes this season better in my opinion so far.
1: Yeah. And we have an amazing villain, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. That as we spoke about in in season 3, that's what uh they were missing. That that's what it misses sorely is, you know, having that great villain which we haven't even really got into. Blackjack hasn't even gotten a chance to really shine yet
1: well he shone a little in the last episode right
0: but he shines a lot
1: he brighter <laughs> before it's brighter. over <laughs> yeah. okay mvp
0: uh mvp is gotta be claire katrina Bolf. i mean she's she's so much more the star of this show in season one
1: okay for me it was sam Hewitt, jamie oh, really? jamie why just because he played this scene this this whole episode scene by scene so well
0: Here's one thing I'll say about um, Sam Hewins Jamie in season one, is that he is more charming than I remember. I don't remember him being as charming. He's not like super charming, but he's more charming than <laughs> I than I remember. And I feel like he gets less charming as we go along. But he's he's again just like everything's just stronger in the beginning.
1: Yeah, including his accent. Yeah. All of their accents. There's so many times we're watching and you're like, what'd they say? You yeah, have they're to, thicker. The they're accents are a lot much thicker. thicker. Well, and apparently, when um, Sam Hewen first came to the set, he's Scottish. And so he would speak with a very thick Scottish accent. And Ronald D. Moore had to be like, you got to tone that yeah. way down because I don't understand. <laughs> Your Scottish anything. is at
0: a nine and yeah. we hit <laughs> like a six. Yeah,
1: I wrote these lines yeah. and I don't know what you're saying. Right. So, so I think. Maybe he just kept bringing it down and bringing it down a little bit because it's, I feel like his accent is a lot thicker in these yeah. first few episodes of Season 1. We'll keep watching and see, Yeah, but it's definitely thicker than in Season 3. Mm-hmm. And Sam Huynh in real life doesn't have much of one. No? So, no. He's almost got like an English accent. Oh, does he really? Yeah. So, he was my MVP. Loin points. How many loin points?
0: I don't know. Let's go with 55. Again, it's 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 a little bit better than the... Then the pilot maybe maybe not I don't know they're all about base average for me they're, they're they're solid would I watch them again no but was I disappointed did it make me upset like season three <laughs> episodes or season two episodes Just no
1: momentarily when he pulled the nail out yeah
0: well I it. yeah then that's even a little nitpicky compare yeah. I mean that's small potatoes compared to the BS that happens later right you what are your points
1: 100. Oh my god. One hundred. Again? A hundred. I don't think that there is another episode of television I would enjoy as much as I enjoyed this episode. Well, you give the
0: last one a hundred.
1: Uh, I, I, also, a wonderful episode.
0: So what you're saying, you just said that no other episodes you would enjoy as much, but obviously you would enjoy the last episode as much because they both got a hundred.
1: Well, I mean no other episode of television other than Outlander.
0: Other than that's the my past favorite show. Two episodes of Outlander are the perfect TV show. Okay, well, that's fine. They are your points to give.
1: Trivia question.
0: Oh, it's trivia
1: time.
0: Woohoo. I mean, it's trivia time. Um, okay, do you want to uh, read the question that has been formulated? Yes. For our Loinlander listener to answer. Oh, first of all, so the if you know the answer to this question, email it to us at loinlander at gmail.com. That is loinlander at gmail.com.
1: Right. Question is. What 2006 movie starring two Academy Award-winning actresses also featured a cameo of Katrina Balfe's legs?
0: And if you listen to our Season 3 recap, I believe I mentioned that this is one of my guilty pleasure movies. (laughs) And if I didn't... This is one of my guilty pleasures. Sure, at
1: some point, I'm sure at some point you drop
0: it in a conversation all the time.
1: You really do. I really do.
0: Anyway, that's the trivia question. So uh, if you know, email it and uh, get get those get those big points. And there is a wonderful prize to come, yet to be determined. But it's going to be cool.
1: That's right. That's right. Thanks so much for listening, everyone.
0: Thank you so much, and have a great week.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: That means go. When I point at you, that means go. That means Go, because I can't say go because the people Find hear it. So really when I point,
1: distracting. You're just like fluttering. Well, I can't. I can't.
0: Ear. I can't go, go like. Back
1: Caw, back. Caw,